welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Frederick is the co-founder of Absolute Internship. He speaks seven languages, and he was ranked in 2019 among the top 25 Swedish entrepreneurs, disrupting industries and breaking boundaries around the world. He was alongside Spotify co-founder Daniel X and Skype's co-Skype's founder, Nicholas Zentrum. Welcome, Frederick. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. I am glad that you're here today. So could you tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and how you're kind of where you are today? Sure. So I'm born and raised in Sweden. I don't look very Swedish. My parents are from Cambodia. Um, and Sweden, in the Sweden that I grew up in, it's not as diverse as Canada or the US or the UK. So um, basically, I was like an immigrant kid in Sweden, and there are not many of those. So when I grew up, I was excited about things that other kids were not excited about. So when I was I think it was eight or nine. Um, it was Christmas time, snow everywhere. I would ask my parents for $3 and I would go and buy Christmas cards and a wholesale pack. And then I would knock doors to sell them door to door to basically my classmates, parents and other random people. And I love doing that because I wanted to get some spare money uh, to buy some candies. And I loved the adventure of meeting people. I remember that it was not so much about making the money, it was more about meeting the people and basically what people were telling me. There were a lot of no's, obviously, but a lot of people said yes. And I, I loved that experience. And fast forward, when I graduated from business school, I um, was looking for jobs. And I was like, well, you know, I speak so many languages. I have a great degree from business school and I couldn't land a job. And I read this book called The Four Hour Work Week. I was living, written by Tim Ferriss and it motivated me so much and inspired me so much. And it's sort of like, I found a little Freddy, you know, the little Frederick inside me that was selling like Christmas cards and that little Frederick had to come out again, you know, and that made me think, it's a long answer, that made me think of my time when I was studying abroad. So the year before that, I studied abroad in Japan and China. So in China, I was a roommate with an intern. And I was like, what's an intern and what's an internship? And it was from the Netherlands. He basically explained to me what's that concept. So I was like, well, it's like you work for a company, but you're not a full-time employee. They sort of teach you the ropes and everything. And that makes you look good, like makes your CV look good. And you build the skills that employers are looking for. I'm like, okay, that sounds pretty good. You know, that's something I should be doing. So that was in China. I met a lot of other interns. One of them went intern for the Heineken, another one for the Beijing Olympics, another one for another product management company. So the four hour work week in Japan. So I was like, the, the year after I studied in Japan, I had three classmates from the US. They were looking for summer internships. And I was like, well, I have a big network. I know a lot of interns in China. Like I could hook you guys up. 
And, and this was before Airbnb, before booking.com. Uh, it was not as easy to like set something up in China as it is today. So all these three classmates, I helped them with these internships and I followed up with them after, after their summer. And I'm like, how was it? They're like, well, we didn't have such a good time. It was so difficult to find accommodation. We didn't make a lot of friends. Yeah, the internships were great, but the social life was so, so. That made me think. So now I have this book in front of me, the four-hour work week, and I'm like, okay, summer internships. Like, let's Google that. What's out there? So literally typed summer internships, and I found this company in the U.S., and they were selling and organizing internships in New York City for $12,000. And they had like 400 students each year, and I did the math, you know, on my phone. I was like... This is a multi-million dollar business, you know? And you don't need help in the US. They speak English there. You need help in China where they don't speak English. And that's how my entrepreneurial journey started with Absolute Internship, so. That's so cool. And so, who's kind of your ideal client for that? Our ideal client is the, can I say two, Virginia? Of course. (laughs) Yeah, so oh, we, we've been serving college and university students like for, for the, um, since inception of 2009 until now. Basically, the second or third year student out of a four-year degree who's been looking for an internship internationally, either traveling overseas or doing it remotely, like online. But this year, we launched our remote internship program designed for high school students. So we're excited to, to serve a younger crowd by matching them with work experience overseas. That'll be a really- Absolutely, it really broadens their horizon, you know? I remember we had a student from the Midwest uh, a few years ago, I was in Be- Beijing. He was like, well, I come from a small town in the Midwest. Everyone goes to the same church. Everyone like have the same skin color. Everyone votes for the same political party. And I've never been abroad. This is the first time I'm abroad. And to see, you know, the same guy arriving like and spending only six weeks in China really completely transformed from being completely close-minded like okay I'm only gonna eat burgers you know and like until like you know it's getting street food the last weeks so, like like talking with his hands and being so open-minded and then telling me before he left that you know what Frederick I'm so inspired because you literally changed me and if you, you if you if because you've changed one person i'm going to go back to my small town and hopefully i can impact other people but the work that you guys are doing is so important because if you can impact me imagine the other hundreds the other thousands that you can help yeah small seeds leads to big trees so and you don't know the ripple effect exactly exactly how did you get in front of college students or the high school students? So, would you like to know like how we did it in the beginning or the way we're doing it now? I think right now might be a little bit more relevant. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Social media is a big driver for us at the moment, social media. So a lot of Instagram and and TikTok and LinkedIn is something that really helps drive traffic to to our site and that helps convert sales. So it's it's really, really powerful and extremely underrated. Totally, especially if you know how to use it correctly. Absolutely. And I think too too little people or 
are maximizing it. I think social media has this bad rep, you know, like TikTok is only for like teenagers, but you know, they're like lawyers, like 60 year old lawyers, you know, on, on TikTok. I'm on TikTok, you know, and like I'm 36. So I think TikTok, for example, it has something for everyone, you know, like if you want to watch people dance, like sure, because the algorithm is targeted towards like your interest. But if you like, if your biggest interest is paddle or tennis or chess, that's all you're going to be seeing on TikTok. TikTok, so or lawyer advices. That's all what you put in there, right? Exactly, exactly. So, what are some big goals that you're looking to achieve in the next year or two? One of our biggest goals at Absolute Internship is right now, like we, like one of my biggest goals is to completely transform the organization and build a fully remote team. Uh, right now we are, we're hybrid, people can come and go to our office, but I would love to build an organization where people can work from anywhere in the world, basically. That's one of our biggest goals. Another goal that we have is to make our high school program a success. I think we've had a, we've built a very, very strong program, uh, built, changed a lot of lives for university students. But I think the generation that is coming now, those who are younger, the high school students, I think it's a generation that needs a lot of support and a lot of help. And I think we're well, well established to do so. So how long was the high school internship before? Are they just for like the six weeks or? Yeah, they can do it for a month, two months or three months. So how would getting your team fully remote, how would that affect your business? I think it's going to affect our business extremely positively, Virginia. I think so. I'm very optimistic. I think sometimes I'm too optimistic. But I'm a very positive guy. I think people, a lot of team members are going to be able to spend more time with their families, for example. Other team members are going to be able to, to spend more time pursuing their hobbies that they might not have the time to do right now. Some team members might will be able to spend more time in the sun. Like they might be loving like spending working from a beach and be more productive, you know. Others might be more productive working from the cold, you know. So yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be a big, big positive change for the for the organization. It'll be exciting to see that happen for you. What do you think uh big roadblock that that might be stopping you? One of the roadblocks to make that happen, I think it's going to be maintaining the company culture. So company culture is something that is extremely important for us at Absolute Internship. I think too little entrepreneurs and leaders there to speak about it. They always talk about the, the bottom line, basically. Like, okay, how much are we making? How much? What's the revenue? What's the profit? And etc. But company culture and and leading an organization generally like from your heart you know and ensuring that people are happy and they're doing work that is meaningful and not only that they're like making a good paycheck but it's about like coming to work and be generally happy you know waiting for friday to happen you know i think that's something that is extremely important for us which i think and i mean this is not only for us but i, I think for a lot of remote companies might be it might be a challenge you know so like how do you inspire people if you can't see them face to face the only time you can see them face to face is gonna be like over slack or over zoom or, or google me so definitely lets you be able to get your um creative cap on and how to be able to still have that culture going 
Yes, 100%, 100%. So what's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received. I think one of the most meaningful advices I've received was from a mother who said to me that an overnight success takes an average 10 years. And that was something that was extremely helpful when we started Absolute because we couldn't, I couldn't take out the salary for many years. It was really, really tough and challenging. And when we started Absolute, she was like, well, are you ready to work like 10 years without having a steady income and doing something that is extremely risky, so to speak, but at the same time, like going for the adventure of your life? Yeah. Very, very important lesson. She said patience. Patience always wins. So um, she said if you're able to like reach out to X amount of companies each day to build relationships, if, if you're constantly meeting people like to build more relationships to, to help grow the business or building more relationships with the university, if you're able to do that just on a daily basis and having patience in the process and if you still have this positive mental attitude, good things going to happen. And she was right. You have a very wise mother. <laughs> Thank you. What's the best advice that you have shared? The best advice I would love to share to the audience, I think, is a lesson that I've learned like through my my journey as a wannabe athlete, you know, <laughs> practicing martial arts, jujitsu. I was an ex-professional ping pong player when I was younger. But one of the things that I really want to share, and I think if, for those that are listening out there, if there's one thing that you can take away from this chat is that keep focusing on your craft, keep improving just 1% each day. And you don't have to change the world like today, you know. You can change the world in 10 years or in five years or in 15 years, but you need to be keep working on your craft. And if you can only improve 1% each day and be a better person, be a better version of yourself, it's just enough with 1%. Like you can go to bed like full of gratitude. Those little efforts could make a huge effect that we're not even aware of. Exactly. I'll give like a super easy example, right? Let's say you've never done a push-up, you know, and you start with one per day. Like you do one per day, that's like in a month you have done 30 push-ups. That's 30 push-ups you've never done before. So in two months, that's 60. Let's do a more concrete example for, for the people in the audience, uh, which I shared on, um, on TikTok and, and LinkedIn. Let's say that you want to build up your LinkedIn profile. Like you have like zero connections, right? If you had two people per day, you have 60 connections in a month. That's 60 connections you didn't have like the month before. So it's all about adding those two each day and you know, great things gonna happen. Totally true. So when you started your company, so you only had a very small amount of money and you're able to grow it into this multi-million dollar company. Do you have any advice on, on doing that? I do live with below your means. I think a lot of people, especially in today's society, you know, anyone can be an entrepreneur. You just change your bio on Instagram to entrepreneur and suddenly you're an entrepreneur, but like you don't have that experience, you know, you're just like a wannabe entrepreneur. I think 
people are not willing to live below their means. For example, in my case, I think in the beginning of, of our journey with Absolute Internship, we couldn't afford salaries, we couldn't afford office costs. And for a while, you know, Absolute Internship wouldn't be here unless we live below our means. I'll give you a good example in, in this. I, I said to my co-founder, like, I need to move into my mother-in-law's home for a year because that's gonna save me rent, rent money and food money for a year because she's gonna be willing to pay my food and my rent for a year. I'm gonna have free internet and I'm gonna live there for a year in a small apartment. And I think most entrepreneurs and most people that, that wanna build a business, they're not willing to, to sacrifice that. They're not willing to, to live so uncomfortably, so to speak. Yeah, it's almost like they're scared that it'll affect their ego or something. Exactly, exactly. And I think ego is another important thing that as an entrepreneur, but also as a, as a leader, you know, like you need to be able to remove the ego. And that's something that I've learned, well, not only through martial arts, but also my mom, like when I was like when I was playing table tennis, like I was really good, you know, like winning competitions and tournaments, like crushing people. And she was like, don't don't think that you are something like one day there's somebody who's going to beat you. Like there's always somebody who's better than you. So don't think that you're better than anyone else. And that's so true. Like, like for example, jujitsu, right? I go to the gym and like, and I, I train a few times per week. I'm not like, I'm not a world-class jujitsu athlete. And, but I can submit people someday. Like I might have a good day. Like I okay, submitted like three, four guys or women and arm bar them. And another day, you know, they might be on my back. They might be, they might be strangling me, you know? And I think it's a good reminder that don't think that you are something. There's always somebody that is better than you. Focus on yourself. Life is an inner journey. And the competition in life is just you versus you. So if you can be a better version, like as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a parent, or as a friend today than you were yesterday, I think you're already a winner. So true. I like that. Thank you. I have one question. You might think it's random. So with the seven languages that you know how to speak, how do you keep it all segmented and separated in your mind so you don't like mix the two together when you're talking? It's really hard. It is hard. Um, I, I'm, I'm mixing them sometimes, you know, like I was speaking like, uh, was it the other day I was speaking Spanish and my wife is like, hey, I think that's a French word. Like, oh yeah. So I, I, there's no, it's not an organized chart or whatever in my mind. I wish I could explain it that way. But whenever I speak English, I try to, I, I, I try to think in English. When I speak Swedish, I try to think in, in Swedish. When I speak Cambodian, I try to think in Cambodian. So I think that, that helps. You know, I didn't. I took a little bit of French in, in school, and then in college, I took like one year of Spanish. And then, if I wasn't paying attention in Spanish, I'd answer in French. So I was like, I "Wonder how you do it." <laughs> well, yeah, it's paying attention, being focused. I guess is important. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's awesome that you know so many. Thank you. You know, I think learning languages is one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself or to your children or anyone because it really expands your mind and it forces you to, to get to know a foreign culture and their habits, uh, their values. And I think it makes your life much richer. I agree. 
Is there anything that you'd like to share with us today that we haven't talked about yet? No, I think it's been a pleasure to be on the show, Virginia. I think for those that are listening that are curious to know a little bit more about my philosophy of remote work, check out my TEDx talk, Why the Future is Remote. Just type in my name, Frederick Van Hinn, on YouTube. You're going to find it. Or if you want to check me out on social media, I'm very active. Uh, Frederick Van Hinn on TikTok, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Or if you want to check out my podcast, Fika with Rice, I interview a lot of entrepreneurs, athletes, philosophers, best-selling authors. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a blast. Thank you very much, Virginia. Have a good day. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review. And I'll catch you on the next episode.